Welcome to the 416 Home Buyer Podcast, where we talk about all things regarding selling your home privately. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number three of the 416 Home Buyer Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee, the 416 Home Buyer. And in today's episode, we are going to be speaking about how a cash home buyer comes up with their offer. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So if you're listening to this podcast, you might actually be considering receiving a cash offer from an investor or a cash house buyer. And you might be wondering, how do we even formulate our offer? So this podcast is meant to help aid in explaining how we as a company do make our offers. And it might be a little different from company to company, but I think most cash house buyers pretty much follow the exact same general formula. And there is a general misconception when people do call us that if, for example, they have a house that's worth $500,000, and let's say that it needs $100,000 of work, uh, that, that means that we might be able to buy it for about $400,000. And that's totally not the case. Um, when, when homeowners find out that we do need to offer less than that, sometimes they're a little bit shocked. So it's something that we specifically address and consult sellers on prior to even making an offer because we want to make sure that this is really the right avenue for them as far as selling their property. Now, as far as how we make the offer, it's somewhat simple, but it still needs to be explained. So first what we do is we're going to actually consult the person who's selling the home on all the features of the property that are relevant. Okay, so first we're going to be looking at the location that it's in. We're going to be looking at the square footage of the house, the lot size. We're going to be looking at the number of bedrooms and bathrooms and other specific features such as does the house have a garage does it have a basement how many stories is it Um, we're gonna be looking at the square footage i think i might have just mentioned that a second ago but uh, we're going to be looking at all these different features from there what we're going to do is we're going to look around the neighborhood we're going to do research on the comparable sold properties in the last six to twelve months in the same neighborhood And that's so we can get a gauge on what the after renovated value is of the property. Based on what has recently sold, we'll be able to determine that. So let's just say that the top three renovated properties sold at, for example, 485,000, 500,000, and 520,000. We'll probably average it out and we'll probably determine that our, after, our estimated after renovated value is probably gonna be around $500,000. So that's how we come up with that figure. From there, we subtract our estimated renovation budget. And we determine that through the first call with the seller by asking all those questions, and then also with any supporting uh, documentation that we might have. You know, it could be a walkthrough that we we take pictures or we actually might just get the seller to send us photos of the property and that will be sufficient enough. So we're just trying to gauge how much work actually needs to be done. And we as a company actually have three levels of renovations. It could be different with other companies, so I I don't want to speak for them. But with us, there's either a cosmetic reno, there's a cosmetic plus mechanical, 
or there's a cosmetic, mechanical, and structural reno. And we budget each of those accordingly. So what we do is we take our after renovated value, we subtract our renovation budget, and then we, we also subtract our financing costs. So our financing costs might include things such as, you know, our, our uh, cost for financing, our, our, our mortgage uh, registration and interest rate. It may include a lender fee if we went through a mortgage broker. Uh, you also want to keep in mind that we use all private financing, so it's not going to be the same as, you know, like a, a TD or RBC bank loan. Uh, typically, these loans are quite a bit more expensive, and they're they're offered to us um, as house flippers uh, so that we can close on properties with minimal underwriting. Uh, but they are quite expensive. So there, there's all the costs of the mortgage. There's the legal fees, both in buying the property and in selling. There's the reselling fees, so that'll be costs such as cleaning the house, staging it, and then listing it with an agent on resale. Uh, there's also going to be the cost of uh, land transfer tax when we first buy the property, and then also the cost of um, our insurance for for just having the buying the property and holding on to it. So we factor all those financing costs in, and then we also fa- factor in some profit for both ourselves and any investors that might partner with us. So to look at the whole offer as a whole, the way that we formulate it is after renovated value, subtract estimated renovation budget and financing costs, subtract our profit. And that's how we come up with what we can offer to you as a seller. Now, everybody's a little bit different. So we do, we do encourage you to still talk to us, ask about how our process works versus another person, and determine what's really best for you. And hopefully, if you are thinking about selling your property in as-is condition, we're going to be the right team to call. And that's about it for this episode. Really just wanted to make sure you understand how we make an offer to you as a seller. And hopefully, it's going to be the right offer for you if you're considering selling your house this way. Thanks for listening. That's all for this episode. The next step is to reach us at 416homebuyer.ca and speak to one of our home buying specialists. We can walk you through the entire process of selling your home. And until the next episode, stay tuned for more tips on selling your house privately.